Hi, everyone. Welcome. My name is Marilyn Shannon, and I am so delighted to be here with you today. And this is the Breaking Free Show. And each week, we bring you exciting new topics, ideas, strategies, guests, friends, all kinds of great conversations. So I'm happy you're here. But before we get started with our show, I want to say, hi, Amnon. Hello, Marilyn. How are you? I'm good. And you? I'm fine. Thank you. Good. Good to see, good to have, good, well, I was going to say good to see you, but I can't say you. <laughs> good to be good here. To be, good to be here. Good to be with you as always. So um, on with the show. So please feel free to uh, connect with us anytime you want in our chat, just put your name, nickname, whatever you like under the window, we're there and we will monitor that. And if you have any questions, comments, whatever it is, we'll be here. And then also you can call us anytime you want at 919 518 9773 anytime you want and we will answer your questions in our in our uh, studio and also you can come in on skype and that would be skype voice so that would be computers that's plural then the number two k voice and we will answer your questions and take your comments from there as well and that remember that is not a video that is voice so don't worry about anything just come on in and enjoy the show all right so today we have a, a friend of our show coming back because who doesn't want to find love, enhance their love, understand love, understand themselves in love, whether it's, you know, with a partner or whoever it is. So let's welcome back to our show, my friend and yours, Elena. Hey. Oh, it is so great to be here, Marilyn. Thank you for having me back. And I swear, just looking forward to being on your show again puts me in a good mood because you're, um, you're positive, you're deep, you're real. Um, and there's very few um, hosts I can go so deep with so fast. So thank you. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I enjoy having you on too, because it's fun. You know, it's, um, we have good, great conversations. And I know, and I just want everybody to know, we don't plan what we're going to say. <laughs> just know that I have no script. You know, our guests have no script. We have no script today. So mm -hmm. whatever we're going to talk about, we have no idea what that's going to be. <laughs> we have a little topic, but then again, that could take us to something else. So who knows? So what are we even talking about today? I would love to, well, answer any questions that come through. I'm always here to contribute to people. That's my always my first priority. But two, my dating app has launched since I, we spoke last. So I'd really like to talk about why I created it and why I think it's different than other dating apps out there, you know, in a direct response to my frustrated, heartbroken clients. Um, this is something I've created for them. So talking about the journey of trying trying something new. So whether people are single or in a relationship, just the idea of, of trying something new and putting it out there during a time of, of a pandemic where we're already more scared than usual, feeling more out of control than usual. I find that contracting in fear at a time like this is, is not healthy for me, but expanding in contribution and service to others keeps me ahead. As if fear is like a, a wave in the ocean. It's like I get on my surfboard out ahead of it and on it and ride it with love and an open heart and service. So love to tell you about that journey. Yeah. So I, I want to hear about the, um, the app for sure, because right now, of course, there's so many things going on and people feel stranded, isolated. Yeah. You know, they can't go, you know, some people don't want to go to a bar anymore. Some people, you know, how do you, yes. you know, what, what resources are there yeah. that, you know, we can help each other connect. So give us some insight about your new app. Yeah, thank you. Well, you can go to heartmates.app and that's where I explain what this is. And what's different about it is it's a dating app and an intimacy training all rolled into one. So it's an online one-year intimacy training that helps you stop coming from empty, desperation, isolation, and I need to find the one and then I'll be complete which we all know is why the divorce rate is over 50% because that doesn't work. And so with the intimacy training, we learn how to become the one to find the one, which results in keeping the one because we learn how to sit in the fire. We learn how to keep our heart open in the face of a difficult conversation. We learn how to forgive the past, integrate the lessons to make us stronger in the moment. And then there's a third aspect to the dating app and intimacy training we do live Zoom calls every Friday. They're called Conscious Connections. And we practice asking deep, meaningful questions 
and listening without interrupting. And so with this trinity of skill sets and capacities, I really believe that this is the answer for people to get into a community where you're held along your relationship journey. Once you meet somebody, you don't leave. Other dating apps, once you meet somebody, you leave. Then you, you know, three months later and the first tough conversation happens and they ghost you and you're right back on the app again. Mm-hmm. But not us. We hold you through the whole thing. And uh, I believe because of this has been happening in my practice for over 20 years now, people in my community are their authentic selves, their best selves, and they then attract their ideal partners. And that's my commitment for people that they meet. They become the one to find the one and keep the one. Yeah. So let's, let's understand the process a little bit. So somebody comes to your app. So it's not like they come to the, your app, they fill out a profile and they're connected to somebody right away. Is that, do the, is that what happens? And then they go through additional intimacy, training, knowledge, information, or do they go through finding who they are first? And yes. Then, okay. yes, yes, yes. So the first month is a, a real deep dive into you know, where you are and where do you want to go and do some of the more introspective work, how the very worst has brought out the very best in you. Really, what are your non-negotiables? And who do you choose to be to show up and attract your ideal partner? So a good month of inner work. And then the questions that I put in the app aren't just, how tall are you? Where'd you go to school? I mean, that's in there. Um, But it's a lot more of these deep, meaningful questions about what lights you up and what are the superpowers you're bringing to your relationship. And how has the very worst brought out the very best in you? And instead of labeling people this religion or this, you know, level of education, really instead tell a story about how your culture or heritage has given you, um, tell us a story that warms your heart about that. And instead of just like, how smart are you and what's your degree? Tell us about your mission, your vision, your heart's purpose on the planet. So a lot of deeper questions. So I set people up before they get on the app to contemplate these questions. Go for a walk, find a bench, you know, at a park or sit under a tree or snuggle by the fireplace and really present yourself from the most open-hearted, deeply rooted, authentic place because we know everything's energy. Mm-hmm. And when you create this profile right away, out of desperation, I just need a hookup, anything to, you know, make me feel enough. We know that's not going to go very well for very long. Right. Okay. So somebody does that with you, right? Yes. Then how does the technology work or, or an idea of how it works where, let's say I say my purpose is this. How yeah. then do you match somebody with me and my purpose if it's not specific things? And how does that work? That is the... Uh, algorithm technology of the team from India. That is not my superpower, but excuse me, you are matched with your preferences. And what I've also discovered through watching my own clients is that we have a a pre-assumption that someone, you know, maybe right down the block or in our same city with a similar this and a similar that is my perfect person. But if we really look at the results of our life, with all these relationships that haven't worked out, maybe a little bit outside of what we think could actually be a complement to who we are. We're not actually looking for the mirror of who we are. We're looking for the complement of who we are. So the algorithms allow for, yes, to be matched up with what you say you desire, but also a little bit of wider edges so that you can see how another person's point of view can uplift you. Because here's one of the lessons I teach within the year-long intimacy program and something that we practice when we do the live Zoom calls and you practice communicating on Fridays is that we assume a lot. We assume this means I won't like them. This means they'll understand me. This means they'll get in my way. What if we're wrong? What if, and this is a a scientific principle that I've learned because I always have a coach myself. I actually have three of them because I can't see my blind spots and I always want to be a student. I've learned from science that there is equal light and dark, equal pleasure and pain, equal challenge and support in every relationship, not just beloved, but children. We can see that there's some things in in relationships that go really well and are easy. We could call them supportive. But then we often have a skewed point of view that the challenges are wrong or that conflict is wrong or that not agreeing on something is wrong. What if that's 
inaccurate? What if those challenges are meant to awaken and grow something inside you? Like patience or the ability to speak up or maybe to be in allowance. So I'm as I teach people that conflict isn't bad, and when you lean in with an open heart, both people can get stronger. You can agree to disagree and see the benefit of two different points of view. When we train ourselves this way in the intimacy training, then we get over to the app. We let go of those conclusions that would make us instantly swipe left <laughs> and just like ditch that person like they're a thing. And we can get to know these people instead, be more open. So I, I like this because I know that, you know, years ago I shared an office with someone mm. in, at a TV station that I was working in and Tell there was things about her yeah. that really bothered me and she pushed my buttons, right? Yes. Yes. Right. So that's the old story of whatever the buttons that are being pushed are the ones that I need to take a further look at. So I'm, I'm imagining and I'm guessing based on what you're saying, those are the same kinds of things that would wake up in, you know, in me or somebody else when we are finding ourselves getting in, involved with someone. So that would kind of be very interesting, I think, and, a, and an important thing to, to look at because if we ex expand ourselves or when we expand ourselves. So based on that philosophy, yeah. would you say that there's, there are more ways that we can connect and complement each other than there isn't? And is it then boiled down to how somebody looks? Oh, like, I don't, I certainly don't think it boils down to how somebody looks. I mean, certainly you want to. No, but what I mean, let me, let me say this. Because oh, yeah. if there's intrinsically, if there are things about each other in a relationship that we can learn yeah. to, you know, understand, you know, acclimate ourselves with, find within ourselves that same thing, yes. the compliments, what then would decipher who we want to be with and who we don't if so many of those things can eventually be a compliment? Mm, it's a great question. So I think looks goes along with the, the, the same challenge and, and uh, support balance. Like you think I'm only into blondes, right? But, but the brunette who you immediately would have swiped left with actually is so aligned on so many other levels that your eyes, you literally, it's like putting on a pair of glasses. You're looking out a completely different lens when you bring the whole being, a holistic approach, the whole being into the picture where you're like, dang. I've never been into brunettes before, but she's some hot, some, some hot stuff. So again, the whole lesson here is the more we become the one, the more we find peace within our self. We're not coming from emptiness to be completed. And then we have curiosity around the challenges and the support. And we get really clear about if I'm already whole, what would be wind in my wings? What would be even more support for me to live my purpose? When we start to ask questions like that, even looks begin to shift a smidge. And we, it is not such a surface interaction. Because y'all know we get older and we change the way we look over time. And so there's a deeper attraction that's more nourishing, joyful, spiritual than just the, the first shallow genital copulation kind of attraction chemistry that we normally go for. And that's what I'm interested in these heart, I call them heartmate relationships that are for yourself, for each other, and for humanity. And once somebody finds their way to more wholeness, yes. what is then, what then happens, because I'm fascinated by this idea of the compliment. I mm. think that's a really important uh, statement to make for any of this. It's fab mm. I mean, I really... It's, it's powerful to find who compliments you as opposed to, you know, who completes you or yeah. So how, how does somebody, how does somebody look whole? How do, how do they be whole and in, and with somebody complimenting them? How, how do you match that kind of a compliment? Yeah. It's a fascinating process, Marilyn. So here, I'll give you an example. Um, one other thing I want to say about the app, and then I'll go into this story. Because this is a new app, and I don't have you know hundreds of thousands of people on it yet, we everybody, when you get onto the app, 
under the discover button will be presented. And so maybe you won't have as many matches as you desire based on your preferences right out of the gate, but you're, what, what I'm encouraging people to do is still heart the people that are interesting to them as a friend, as an ally, someone you might have normally swiped left with, but hey, just reach out and have a call, uh, be it audio or video call, and practice connecting, practice communicating. Don't hide just because we're in quarantine. Don't hide just because you don't want to go out to the bars. Still reach out and still practice. And here's why. I've been at this for 20 years. And in my inner circle, there was Stephen and Mary Beth. And they both came separately into this Heartmates training program and healed wounds from their past divorces and loved their superpowers and stopped resisting the areas of themselves that were wobbly. And they learned to just be be themselves, put their walls down, open up their hearts. We were at a retreat and they had been in the program for about a year and they knew each other and they were friends and they watched each other take responsibility and grow and forgive and step into their power, all these things. And then we're at this retreat, Marilyn, and everybody's broken up and we're doing the very same questions we do on the Friday conscious connection calls. Very same process. So they're sitting there and I can literally feel like something's going on. So I look around and they, I can see the sparks. The sparks were not there for a year, Marilyn. The sparks were not there when their heart was closed. The sparks were not there when they were doing the work. But all of a sudden, they put down their walls, opened their heart, and they showed each other their vulnerable, transparent core. And magic sparked. And they have been together for two years. And they started, one living in LA and one living in Rhode Island. Not what he was like, and like in somewhere more in the IT world, she's in like the, the movie industry. Like if they had met on a normal app, they would never have talked. Never. If they had even met in some weekend workshop, they're too different. They never would have met. But because they did the inner work and they put down their walls and opened their heart and connected so meaningfully, something sparked. And then here's the next piece. There's such an unlikely couple and yet it's perfect, not for the cognitive analysis of, you know, who the perfect partner would be the more mirror way we looked for somebody. But in the compliment way, it was extraordinary because he was a single dad um, raising a daughter and she had been in a marriage where she was the mom, the stepmom. But then when the divorce happened, all the kids stopped talking to her and she had a big uh, kind of hole in her heart. And so here they are coming together and she gets another chance to be a stepmom. And instead of shutting her heart down forever and saying, I'm never doing that again, she learned to open her heart again, and he learned to have more feminine support and not have to run it all himself, you know, parenthood himself. So they, now that they're living together after two years, it's amazing to see how each of them are literally um, igniting the spark within the other. And it couldn't have happened unless they first did the inner work and were open to things looking different. So when you um, talk about the inner work, what are some of the areas that you are finding People are, I mean, I don't know if there's a theme today or everybody's different, but I'm assuming it's very similar. <laughs> so what, kind of, what kind of inner work, if somebody's listening to this, um, what kind of inner work would they focus on first and, you know, just some, some good tips? Yeah. Well, a lot of us have preconceived notions or negative beliefs based on wounds or, or abuse betrayals that happened in the past. We make it mean something and it's a lie. We just made it up. It's just a belief. And so sometimes we then look to others to make us happy rather than taking on the responsibility of being happy ourselves. So this would be a first place to look, start to question your beliefs. We know how to, with, with the quantum psychology processes I teach, we can change the beliefs and we can have, because your point of view creates your reality. A negative belief, all men are, women are always, blah, blah, blah. You're going to be right about it. So by shifting just the first lens you're looking out of, the point of view you're looking out of, your, your reality will change right away. Two, a lot of us don't want to be angry jerks. So we suppress rage, frustration, fury, betrayal, all of this anger energy inside. And it comes out, sometimes we can keep it under wraps and it's just this passive aggressive dig. Sometimes we lose our marbles and we hit below the belt. Sometimes we literally see red and we can't believe what we just said or did. 
that's an emotional trigger, emotional energy, like a trauma inside. That's stuck energy and there's no way around it but through. It must be integrated. And so I have other processes, processes that I take people through so that that trigger can calm down. We still have a memory of what happened in the past, but when that moment happens again, we don't lose our marbles. We can breathe. We can be grounded. We can open up our chest. We can communicate effectively and we can get up under our partner, not criticize and be righteous and dominate. So that would be number two. We've got to handle the anger. Okay. So before we go on, so yeah. my question then is when you said old wounds and hurts, so are yeah. we talking about a certain age group or is that for everybody? Oh, that's called the human condition. <laughs> you've had a chance to get more wounds if you've been on the planet longer, but I have this very interesting way of attracting people from their 20s up to their 70s. There's a, there's a through line of authenticity and heart and being unapologetic and maybe being a little, I don't know if you call it the black sheep or what have you, but you're sort of like the awake one in the group. And you're kind of feeling lonely that other people don't feel as deeply as you, care as deeply as you, hurt as deeply as you, and desire the connection as deeply as you. Those tend to be the people that come to me. You know, and we're going to get on to number three, but before we do, I just want to remind everybody that they are welcome to call in 919-518-9773, or you can Skype in with us at computers, that's plural, the number 2K voice. And also you can come into our chat, ask questions, comment. If you have a question about dating, if you have a question about yourself in relationship, you have a comment, you have an experience, please feel free. This is the time to expand it, explore it. And also we all learn from each other. So it's very important. One of the things I wanted to add was obviously when we, as we do the work on ourselves, yeah, we're more open to listening. Yes. Where other people have been, because when you take that journey in, in a journey, you're gonna, um, you know, imagine you're going to stop at this place. You're going to stop at this house, it, all inside of yourself, this experience, that person, this relationship. And you realize as you make that internal journey, that trip, you know, you start to, you, without judgment of yourself. Yes. It's very important, right? You're going to see, hear things that, you know, you will, as you do the journey, you will forgive. And then you begin to hear that in other people as well. And then you begin to go a little deeper in other people. So it does broaden your, you know, your capacity mm. to forgive, to understand, yes. pass less judgment, to not pass judgment, to agree to disagree. And then your choices, if you don't, let's say you come upon something you don't like, them. it's, it's okay. You yeah. begin to trust yourself more. So, you know, mm. it's a very important journey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're so wise, Marilyn. And even if we don't like somebody, that doesn't mean we have to disrespect them, right? We can still respect them and just choose not to have coffee with them, right? So um, what I love about what you're saying, and while this inner journey to some might sound a little woo-woo, it's very science-based. What you're saying about this capacity to receive constructive criticism without justifications and reasons and needing to be right, that ability to just sit in the fire and listen is scientifically called coherence. You can measure it in the heart. And when we heal the heart through what I teach in the intimacy training and you keep your heart hope open, not only do you feel more gratitude and appreciation for yourself, less judgment for yourself, more care and kindness for yourself and others, you literally bring on the best of your brain, not the fight or flight or freeze where you hit below the belt super fast, but the, the front part of your brain where you can receive constructive criticism or things not going the way you wanted them to, or God has another plan, whichever way you want to say it. And you can be curious about that. You can lean in, you can ask questions, you cannot jump to conclusions or, or to assumptions. It really allows for healthy communication with your partner. So I love that you brought that up. And so it's not just going to be the benefit of becoming the one to find the one. You're also going to have improved relationships with, with your children with your colleagues, with uh, people that cut you off in traffic, and you're not going to waste energy reacting to the things you can't control because right. you feel in control in your heart, safe right. and secure inside. Right. That is the byproduct and the gift. Yes. Because, you know, if you, when you do the work to, you're not going to, you know, you, thank goodness, you're not going to just improve or find one relationship. 
Yeah. You are going to improve, expand, find, enjoy multiple relationships. Yes. Including with yourself, including with your body, including with your dreams, even your, your experience with money. Like even a relationship with your abundance and your purpose and your money, that's a relationship too. Everything's a relationship. And when you approach relationships, honestly, with transparency and vulnerability and letting go of the outcome or conclusion, and you're just present, there's this magic that happens with the universe. Like we could call it grace or scientists call it the field, this non-local intuition that begins to happen. And you feel like the universe has your back. You get intuitive hits and solutions to things as you're going for a walk or driving or taking a shower. You begin to co-create with the field, with the divine, with God, and you feel the flow and in the zone, which on a person kind of looks sexy. It looks attractive because you're at peace with what is and what isn't, right? And it's a wonderful, healthy uh, way to live. So you're totally right. Yeah, and and let's clarify some of what the zone and the flow is. Go so for it. you want no, you want to do it? Oh, sure. Well, I'd okay. love your opinion too. I, well, I'm going to I'm gonna give it to you, but I'll okay. uh, you start and I'll sum it up or connect the dot a little, or maybe sure, nothing. Sure. Maybe I don't have to do anything. Maybe you just said it at all, and... or maybe we completely disagree. So yeah. that would be fun too. But <laughs> well, I don't know. The the flow and the zone are pretty uh, pretty it. So yeah, yeah. For me, when I'm in the flow and I'm in the zone, I'm coherent. If you were to measure me on my little heart math monitor, my coherence is high. I'm attached to nothing. I'm making nothing too important or significant. I'm in appreciation of what is and what isn't. If it's something difficult, I have compassion for myself or others. If it's something fantastic, I'm celebrating with gratitude. And the bottom line is my heart is open. And what happens is I can hear my intuition, my instincts clearly. I'm using the best of my brain to be the most creative, abstract thinker outside the box as possible. And because I'm in coherence with myself, I then instantly am in coherence with the divine, the universe, the field. And I'm able to access non-local um, coincidences and, and serendipity and, and answers that couldn't have been there otherwise when I was more pig-headed doing it all myself <laughs> and trying to be in control. It's a surrendered state, but a very present state where I'm discerning and in action. Oh, I love that. I don't know how much more I could say other than being in the zone is a natural high. Yeah. Right? There's a natural high associated with being in the zone. Think about it. Uh, everything, you know, things are connected. You're feeling, you're feeling high. You're feeling exuberance. The other thing about the flow which I think is a piece where, did you ever read the book, The Flow? No, I should read. But... <laughs> I can't tell you the name of the guy. Because okay. God, he's, I mean, his name I couldn't pronounce in a million years and I won't try. Okay, okay. But The Flow means that when you, another uh, definition or expanse of what it is, is when you're in the flow, you are connected to, there's a flow, there's a, um, a space, a place where other people are in that same flow, right? Yes, yes. There's, you're right. So you're, like you said, you're connected to the divine, the universe, and you're connected to other individuals in the same moment. Yeah. Yeah. In the flow, you're in the flow, right? So what, and so it uh, very often what's happening, let's say in California mm. can be the same thing happening in New York. Yeah. Being in the flow. So it's, 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 you're, it's like you are, you're traveling the river the same time that other people are traveling the river. Yeah. And there is a natural high to it. There is a, a huge connection and that feeling of coherence, that feeling, you know, think about yourselves when you are feeling coherent, mm -hmm. right? When you're clear and you're, you know, you're precise and you are in this moment mm -hmm. and things are connected and you know, you just, you just know it. You just yeah. know it. And yes. right. And, and being, you know, in a place of connecting with others and being in that zone, imagine being mm. zone, that feeling of highness, joy, coherence, when you are with somebody else. Yes. And it doesn't have to be your beloved Right. It could be your best, you know, bestie friend, other friends. Can, I mean, you, you, we and I, you have a moment of connection where you're both 
say the same thing at the same time. You and I can have that here. We can, yes. right? I mean, how many times have we had that kind of thing? That, yes. Right? And where you can, I mean, remember all of you when you've had that, where you complete each other's sentences. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just getting, getting all turned on over here. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Um, but what you're saying is so true. We know, we know before we think when we're in this state, right? It's just a complete, uh, like a oneness with knowing. And you're right. When we're in this with a group of people, I didn't understand the power of this when I started coaching 20 years ago, only private calls. But now that I do group calls as well, I honestly thought, well, they won't get as much value, but it's, it's a leveraged way of doing business. Like this was my mind, but I got into the actual experience of it. And we start every single group off with a heart coherence meditation at the beginning. And then as I go through everybody, the energy rises. And then I coach one person and they all get the lesson faster than they would have in a private call. And by the end of an hour, hour and a half call, we are floating. Everybody got everybody else's lessons. They got 10 times the value. They would say things that uh, at the end of the call, I would say, so what's the value you get? It's so no longer about Alana's coaching. Nope. It, Joanne said this and George said that, and they, they feed each other and everything everybody needed to hear was spoken on that call magically without any orchestration, just facilitation on my part to hold the energy, but not any, um, predestined orchestration it unfolded and like a rising out of its own accord right you don't have to you don't have to uh, facilitate more than what is already going to be there but so uh, tell everyone first of all let's tell everybody where they find the app how they find the app that kind of thing exactly so heartmates.app the heart and the mates together one word dot app is where you can learn all about it i also do calls every other week you can go to alanapratt.com forward slash live. I do live calls every Monday evening. So I'm doing one this evening that when we're recording this. And, uh, and I like to answer people's questions and explain what the different nuances about the app. And what's so beautiful about what you're saying is when you are and you do the inner work and you're in the zone and you're in the flow and you're practicing with all these other people how to communicate without the attachment of, are you the one? You're just authentic literally on these conscious communication or conscious connection calls on Friday, they'll come back after their 30 minute, you know, practice communicating. And they'll be like, dang, Miko's kind of cute. You know, and they're like, we live actually just an hour from each other. And it just happened magically because when you're at that vibration, you can't help but attract like vibration. It's science. And that's the magic that I'm providing in this Trinity of the app, the intimacy training and the live calls. Just being in the soup, the flow, the zone is going to allow you within the app to meet somebody and as an ideal match or a new best friend, or you go out into the world having been held in this community on a regular basis. And when you go into the grocery store, you normally would have missed them, but you don't because you're vibrating high and you see them and you're not invisible to them. So it will ripple out from this experience, either finding someone in the app or within your world because it's all energy. So I'm, I'm going to venture to say yeah. that for most people, yeah. when you follow this kind of a path mm-hmm. of, you know, finding yourself being the one and all of that, uh, you are close to, um, I, I don't want to use the word guaranteed, but if you're going to find someone, I would say you're going to find somebody. Yeah. When you, when you take care of yourself and you find your buttons and you find this and you find that and you find your judgments and you find your likes and your dislikes and you're not afraid of them and because you didn't commit a murder, so what the heck, what can you find out about yourself that you won't like? I mean, really, <laughs> you know, what can you possibly find about yourself that is so bad that you don't want to find it, that you what? I mean, I can't even imagine anymore what that can be. And I have done a lot of this work. So I know being so scared of myself and wondering, you know, what am I going to find? And it's the unknown and what, there's nothing that we can actually find that is so bad to keep us from it. So I would venture to say that for anybody out here who, you know, has taken the road of there's no good women out here 
well, there's no good men out here. There's no good relationships out here. Mm -hmm. I am going to venture to say that if you do this work Mm -hmm. and you expand your idea of compliment and you're not sitting on the fence of judgment and, you know, not allowing yourself to look at someone differently, including yourself, I would venture to say that you, you will find somebody. Yeah. Period. Yeah. It's, it comes really down to energy. And the, the piece that I would add, I loved everything you said. And I just, every time we talk on your show, I just love you more. So this is so great, Marilyn. The piece that I would say to add to get, to make it guaranteed is choice. And when we come into the program, we're not hoping to find the one. We're not going to try. We don't want to want, because that is a confirmation of lack. We're choosing. And this actually wakes a lot of people up because they don't realize that they've got one foot on the brake and one foot on the gas. I'd like a relationship as long as they don't hurt me. Well, welcome to reality. All of us are perfectly imperfect last time I checked. So to give them the capacity to have their own back, that was like step three that I wanted to speak of, is I call it little you. That so often we look to another to make us safe. Can I trust you so you never hurt me because I'm just such a broken piece of whatever? No, you're not. You might be wounded. And we need to heal your heart and find that little you inside for you to have your own back. Hey, even if they forget to put the toilet seat down in the middle of the night and we fall into the water. Okay, (laughs) I got your back. Even if their eyes wander and they see somebody really beautiful walking by, that doesn't mean they don't love us. Like all these little places where we end up leaving ourselves, judging ourselves, criticizing ourselves, abandoning ourselves. And then seeking our safety and approval on the outside, all of that stuff gets rewired on the inside as well. So we're home having our own back on the inside. And then from that place, we choose. You know, if you fall in love, one of you is going to die first. You're going to have to face, oh my God, I'm going to get hurt at some point here. Am I not going to love because at some point something might go wrong? No, I'm going to love and open my heart again and again. And again, so this is true choice. So when you do all the work and you're in the zone and your vibration is so high, and then you add choice because the universe gives us free will. It's still up to us at the end of the day. So if you choose, I'm having my most ideal beloved who brings out the best in me and I bring out the best in them, who is doing the work too. So when either of us have a bad day, we have skills, we have communication practices we can do. We have a community that holds us. We've got meditations. We're not just thrown out to the sharks. You know, we can come back next week to the curriculum and go, okay, now how do I heal that? We got you. If you add choice to all of that, yes, you are guaranteed. Absolutely guaranteed. And and, And I also want to talk to those of you out there as well that are listening to this who are in relationship already. Maybe the relationship is working great. Maybe it's not. You do the same thing. You take on the same journey, you take on the same information and you make a choice that you're already in this relationship and what can you do to make it really work? And so, um, but before we go on with that, Amnon, do you have, um, what do you have there that you, that do you have the eye contact thing or not? I have two of them. Okay. Give me the eye contact with the breaking free. Let's do that. Here is something that I really want to show everybody. If you are part of an organization, you have an organization, you are an individual, you are part of a nonprofit. I have been working with Eye Contact as my email marketing firm, and they have gone above and beyond the help. And I have needed a lot of technology help lately, and they have been fabulous. So if you're in the market for email marketing, which I think now is more important than almost ever, and I've always liked it but we have a hard time reconnecting with people because of the situation we're in and you need to send them a little bit of a push kind of message. This is it. So uh, contact, eye contact, give them the um, code breaking free. And I think uh, you'll be very happy and let me know. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Amnon. Uh, Yes. So if you are already in relationship. Yes. You already have made a choice. It's already kind of not etched in stone, but before, you know, a lot of, sometimes people have a a tendency of not doing the more of the work and just leaving and bolting. Yes. 
right? Whether you are married, not married, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. And, but it's an opportunity mm. to kind of grow together. Something brought you together, right? And so there's an opportunity to do some more work together and individually. So what are you thinking about that? Well, it's so great because when I developed the app, Heartmates for Singles, with the intimacy training, I also developed Heartmates for Couples because my intention is to keep the one once we've become the one to find the one. We want to keep the one and couples who grow together stay together. Real relationships require real work. And so this other training that you can find at my site, alanapratt.com under coaching is Heartmates for Us, Heartmates for Couples. And it's also a year program of, of making sure we do our inner work and don't blame them for everything. Uh, learning how to communicate to be curious rather than be a know-it-all and really recognize that when we each grow and we ask these deeper, meaningful questions, we get closer. We let go of the assumptions that we think we know who our partner is and give them a chance to express, well, who are you today? Who are you now? What's meaningful for you now? What are you afraid to tell me? What is it that I don't understand that you would like me to understand? These type of questions in the format that I teach in Heartmates where you don't have a rebuttal and a justification and the fight erupts, you just say thank you. And thank you doesn't even mean I agree. It just means I heard you. Because at the end of the day, what causes most people to get irate is that you'll say something and then they rebut it or they justify or they leave and you're just, ah, it gets stuck inside you. But when someone receives your communication, even if they don't like it or agree, but they heard you, it's an honoring. It's a sacred reverential way of being with each other. And when on a regular basis, you have this kind of deep conversation, it no longer turns into, oh, we had a fight about that last weekend. Guess we can't talk about that. And then this weekend, oh, we had a fight about that. Guess we can't talk about that. And then all of a sudden you can't talk about anything. And the, the relationship is void of depth or meaning. And then all of a sudden, that's when the affairs start or you become roommates and it's been 20 years and you're like, who is this person? This is a way to shift all that. So I call that heartmates for couples. So all very important information. So being transparent is very important. And also, you know, when you're going into this kind of conversations, make sure you have the attention of your partner. Don't just start talking, expecting that they're hearing you when they, they might be drifting and that will cause a huge, huge issue more than the actual issue themselves. Because, you know, they may not be listening because they are involved in something else. Make sure that when you set out to share with someone how you're feeling about something or how you're not, that you have their attention, that they are clear, that they are, you know, they're there. They're not on the phone. They're not thinking about something else. You're not thinking about something else. They're not on the computer. They're not ordering coffee. And you think at the, you know, you walk into a coffee shop, they're ordering coffee, you got something to tell them and you don't have their attention. And then you, you know, then this whole thing happens afterwards. Make, set it up right. Yeah. Make sure that you are there together when you're speaking, because it, being in that zone yeah. Can happen in that flow can happen when you're talking to somebody heart to heart and you're you have each other's attention. You're so wise, Marilyn. Yes. The inner work we do with ourselves to be present with ourselves, then we can bring that level of presence to our partner and we can set up. It's not about quantity, it's often about quality. So even if you just once a week go for a walk for 30 minutes and you give each other your undivided attention. It's a safe place where intimacy builds and there's no rebuttals and no fights. And you start to learn that, oh my goodness, we need to talk. It doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. It can be a good thing that builds bridges, but you're so right. Set it up. You know, when would it work for you? I'd love to have a nourishing conversation. When would that work for you? Oh, tomorrow evening. Super great. What time? Got it. And then you make it like a ceremony, make it like a ritual. Joseph Campbell, I love his work and you know, all the follow your bliss and all the rest of it. But he was so right, in my opinion, that we've lost ritual in our very, very busy society. And so just lighting a candle, like I lit a candle right before our interview, just those little moments to slow us down, get us present so the connection goes deeper. I want people to understand that when you are with your partner, you don't talk at them, like talk with them. Remember like that beautiful figure eight infinity symbol, the communication goes in, they receive it. 
then it comes to you. Take it in, breathe, be with it before you just immediately react. See that beautiful infinity symbol and contact with your partner with an open heart. You can have the very same communi communication, you know, not paying attention, your heart is closed and you're, you're not really listening and it's not going to go anywhere. But the very same conversation when you slow down and you make it into a ritual and you're just going to go for your little walk or sit on the couch once, once, a, once a week, light a candle, it can, it can change. It can be miraculous. I promise you, miraculous. You know, and I, I just want to say about this thing about the year, you know, if you, you're listening to Lana and I speak, there are things, that's what takes time. You know, it takes time to have those moments of genius. It takes time to um, be out in the world and have experiences and be able to come in and process it. It takes time. Yeah. And it takes time to practice the process. And then it takes time to learn the lesson from the practice of the process. And then it takes time to make a mistake, you know, to make another yuck happen that you practice and connect to a previous lesson. All of it takes time. Yeah. So that's why, you know, and I'm listening to you talk and you have really great things to say. It takes time. So yeah. just keep that in mind, everyone. This is not, you know, it's not like, you, you know, you go and you, you find somebody and you just bleh. It takes time. So I want to ask you a question. What has been your most valuable lesson that you have learned through either it's doing the app or doing this couple's couple work or, you know, individual work? What has been your greatest lesson? Mm, thank you. It's very much about what you're saying with this. It takes time and not going for that instant gratification or thinking, quote unquote, I'll somehow someday get there. You know, really, as, I, as I'm developing each of these programs and one moves into the other, there is a lot of mistakes I make. Oh, I didn't think of that, or that didn't get translated to the app developer, or that didn't get translated properly or edited properly. Like there's so many little pieces. And when I want everything to be perfect right out of the gate so I can look good, do it right, make a difference, things don't go very well. But when I realize, you know, I'm not going to start this in a crappy state, but 80% is okay. I can tweak and tweak and tweak and improve and take people's feedback and we can co-create this together so that everybody's thrilled with what's provided. Like I am allowing, the greatest lesson is to allow myself to be a little wobbly and to still keep my heart open and have my own back and lead with love and create and give from service and contribution to the world. So patience. I love my wobbly self as much as my triumphant self and be really willing to impact more people at a time when I think we need it the most. I think we, a lot of us are very, it's always been uncertain. It's not like life's ever been like certain and all of a sudden one day COVID hit and it's uncertain. It's always been uncertain, but we've been able to like fluff around it with a little bit of Facebook and some ice cream from time to time or whatever we do, like our little, uh, our um, addictions. <laughs> um, we can't, those don't work anymore. There's just too much stress and too much uncertainty. There's, it's an invitation to look inside. It's an invitation to love ourselves more, uh, have a deeper connection with the divine, and really, what's essential, what really matters. And to me, at the end of the day, when I die, I'm not going to want to look back and go, look how much money I made and look what I accomplished. It's like, how well did I love? How well did I love? Wobbly. And wobbly. So, wobbly. Listen, everyone. Don't believe a word anybody tells you if they ain't wobbly and a little messy. Because yeah. then they haven't lived and they're not living. I mean, yes. we are learning through wobbly. Some, uh, my coach last week gave me, I was saying something about feeling guilty about something mm. with my mother. Mm. And um, because it's, it was easy to feel a little, you know, guilty. And he turned around and he said, well, what about if you use the word sad instead of guilty? And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly a much better word and puts me in a different position and experience something with my mother than my feeling guilty about something she can't do as opposed to just, I'm sad that she can't do it. And, and, and you know what? And it took, it was just that one little thing. So it, it's a really important nugget. Please know that, you know, yeah, man, we're all wobbling. And some people are wobbling a little less now. Maybe they'll wobble a little more tomorrow. Maybe they won't wobble for a month, but they'll wobble again. You're going to be wobbling. But, but you know what? find Alana, you know, 
at least if you're going to wobble, wobble from the best who have already <laughs> been wobbling. You know what I mean? Wobble from the best. So hold on. I'm not, you got my books. And so here they are. There are four of them and they will have a fifth at, coming up soon. So in just one afternoon, listening to the hearts of men, then twins and millennials, and most recently people impacted by opioid addiction. These, this, if you fit anything, if you want to learn about men and how they've wobbled and unwobbling, if you want to learn about twins and how they teach us how to be relationship, these are all personal stories of, from people who are living it and being it, whether you're a millennial, whether you are you know, currently using an addiction or you are in recovery or you are a, a mother who is just mourning the death of or the joy of, of a child who is now in recovery or a wife or a girlfriend or these books will tell you and share with you people's personal stories of how they are wobbling through and how they have handled their wobble and they're brilliant so please go to amazon um ebook paperback books and let me know what you think and then soon we'll be in just one afternoon listening to the hearts of black fathers so are you did you write a book recently i've written i just first want to say wow marilyn and please listeners grab the book that resonates with you that is so amazing the gift that you're giving people with these stories thank you for what you've done i love that thank um, you yeah yeah my most recent book i've have six in finding the one is bs becoming the one is brilliant and beautiful. And ironically, that's the key, as we've been saying this whole time, to either finding the one or awakening the one. So that's my, that's my sixth book on my website, alanapratt.com or Amazon, as, as you were. You have a copy of it with you by any chance, a picture of it? Yeah, right yeah, on my desk here. Let's look. There, here we go. There. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. But it says, it says the, the whole BS word, because I, I swear I'm a small town Canadian girl. That's okay. <laughs> That's, That's okay. all right. Nobody's, throw, <laughs> nobody's throwing us off the internet or the okay, uh, off their network. So <laughs> it is. Well, here's the thing, y'all. Uh -huh. It is what it is. Yeah. And again, we're not in judgment, right? I mean, we we understand. I mean, there's you know sometimes I have to stop myself and go, oops. But it is what it is. And if the word fits. It's okay use it and if you use it with a smile okay too if you use it and you're not smiling it's okay too so you know it's all of this is important so what's next for you mm. well that when i thought like oh just develop an app and then you're done that was that was that was wrong so it is quite the journey to continue to unfold it to the next level i'm literally going for investors for the first time ever taking my business to the next level um being able to travel around every single month, visiting members of Heartmates. How are you doing with Becoming the One? Who have you just met? And sort of surprise people around the nation and eventually the world when I can travel more. Because that's always been my dream is to connect more with the people in my, in my world. So that's on the horizon. And uh, I'm moving, just a little personal. I've been living in California and I'm moving to Nevada in the new year. So having that change as well as my son turns into a young man and turns 18. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm blessed with a growing team. It's now New Zealand, India, Philippines, Detroit, Los Angeles, my girls, um, just a, a larger team of coaches and advisors, you know, every day, I don't know what I'm doing. So asking for help. Um, yeah, I'm out of, I'm out of my, I, I know how it's going to work out. I don't know if you've ever done that before. Like, I'll try this if I know how it's going to work out. But uh, I'm beyond that. I'm, I'm, I've jumped off the cliff, as they say. I'm finding my wings as I'm flying. And I'm doing it out of service and contribution. And I've never been, never been happier. Never been more wobbly and never been happier. Because I feel fueled by spirit. I am so grateful. So this is a, that's a great kind of metaphor. Hmm. For you know you can be a great partner. Well, you know you want to be a great partner. Well, you know you want to be in a, a relationship, whether it's a business relationship or whatever, but you just don't know how to get there. Well, of course. <laughs> I mean, how could you know how to get there if you haven't gone there before? Yeah. So just like Alana doing her um, app, I mean, 
come on. It's like I just did an opioid summit with um, some people, but I mainly facilitated it and whatever. Um, I had no idea that I would do it. Yeah. And I had no idea I wanted to do it. And I have now that I've done it and it was really amazing and got great response, I don't know what to do with it next. Mm. So we don't always have all the info. We don't have all the facts. We, yeah. How can you? Yes, in an infinite world of infinite in possibility. Infinite, yeah. And we're creative beings. Yes. So, you know, once you think of this, you know, then you think of that. And, and that's why it's so important to listen, I'm going to say it, to our show. Because <laughs> you're going to expand yeah. what you thought. So now you're talking about traveling around and meeting your um, heartmates and keeping that energy going, helping people keep the energy going between each other. Yes. And expanding it out into the, you know, infinite world that we have of, of you know, who of everything, right? And it's yeah. important because holding the energy of what that is, mm. is your job. Yes. And yes. bringing it out there without knowing to whom even or when, you know, any of it, but you know that you hold it. I know that there's certain things I hold. I hold the ability, you know, the ability to help people communicate. Yeah. Period. You know, understand themselves, you know, bring it out, whatever it is. So you got it. And, and, and it sounds, sometimes it's a small little nugget of something. It's it, right. It's a niche of something you hold, but can make a vast difference in the world. Yes. Tiny hinges swing big doors. So just like your therapist was like, what about sad, not guilt? Because guilt is self-punishment. Sad is just, it's just a human experience. You feel it, you get through to the other side and you have compassion. So if I can share people's stories of when, I don't know, I signed up for your app and dating or whatever intimacy training and I showed up for those calls and I complained and blamed. And then one day things started to shift. And look who I've met and look who I've, who I've become. And I can share that story and put that out on social media and on my YouTube channel. And that changes a person's trajectory of their life. And they grow old in the arms of a beloved rather than die alone. I'm going to keep going. because That's worth it to me. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking of, of some clients that I have worked with you know, ongoing and in the past to uh, make it a job. Mm. Is it a, is it a job to find somebody or is it, is it a job? Is it work? To, no, to right. me, my, my career is my spiritual practice. Like I get to talk to Marilyn Shannon today. Like how lucky am I? I get to talk to my extraordinary clients. I get to be interviewed and interview on my podcast. I get to, I'm single. I'm, I'm no different. I'm, I'm the fearless leader, wobbly, hot mess chick. Like I'm everything. And, and so I'm in it with them and, and I'm on my journey too. And every day I get to choose whether to love myself or not, forgive myself or not, hold myself or not. Um, be the wind in my own wings, surrender, show up. All of these things I'm asking my clients to do, I do them too. And I'm grateful that we get to. We don't have to, we get to. And it's a privilege to be conscious and awake, to serve and to, uh, to grow. Yeah. Yep. My life is my material. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, so final word, Alana, final word. Hmm. Final word is I, well, first just logistics, heartmates.app. That's where you can sign up for the app. AlanaPratt.com is where you can find the Heartmates for Couples. Uh, my YouTube channel, lots of great questions I answer. Intimate conversations, my podcast, lots of free content out there for everybody. And I would just simply ask in this moment, or maybe tonight when you go to sleep or tomorrow morning when you wake up, a hand on the heart, a hand on the belly before you do anything else. And just slow down for that intimate relationship with yourself and say, hey, sweet thing. What is it that I haven't slowed down to hear you say? How can I be there for you? What do you need? Just remembering that so within as without and to honor the, the truth, the knowing that's inside of your heart, the rest of your day or your sleep will go a lot better. And over time, that relationship will be mirrored in the quality of relationships you attract into your life. And thank you, Marilyn, so much for having Perfect. me Perfect.
Well, thank you for being here as always. And everyone, it's always a pleasure to be here with you and have this time and space and for us to be in the zone together, right? Yeah. So yeah. we're going to be here next week and we'll have more show in store. Please follow us on um, Instagram, Marilyn Listens. Please follow us on Twitter at the same handle. We're on Facebook, Marilyn Shannon. Um, and we're out there. And, you know, if you have any questions, please write me anytime at Marilyn at MarilynShannon.com. Amnon, you good? I'm good. All Thank right, you. everyone. <laughs> Bye-bye. See ya.